Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to number eight, pre-recorded Dolly Shares. This is coming to you from Dolly World. I'm Dolly Howard, and I'm recording this on Monday, April 16, 2018. Today, I'll be sharing my musings and thoughts and questions in my mind about the moon, and very briefly, maybe, about Mars. Um, I do this sharing with y'all about my, what's on my mind and, and different uh, subjects, because I gave up Dolly Sheer, Dilly Delling and Dolly World. It just got to be too much for me, all the research and, and, uh, the two hours straight in a row. Uh, it just, it just got to be too much for me. So Dave suggested that I stop doing that show and replace it with this show called Dolly Shares. He says it's important that I do this. So, that's why you're hearing it. Um, and that's why I'm doing it. And Dave is Dave Corso, of course. The, he was MK Ultra when he was on this side, and, and after he got out of MK Ultra, he started a radio show for those who he knew it would help. So, that's why I'm doing that. Today, I have looked up online. I don't usually research what I talk about. That's why I'm saying it. But I looked up online because I wanted to be able to quote Neil Armstrong with the words he said, and not just from my memory. You can find this next little bit that I'm going to read to you at this site. It's www.nas, like Sam, a, dot, g, o, v, that slash, m, i, s, s, i, o, n, an underline mark, P-A-G-E-S, that slash, A-P like Peter, O-L-L-O, that slash, A-T-O-L-L-O, 11, dot H-T-M-L. I'll read it. www.nasa.gov slash mission underline. Pages slash Apollo slash Apollo 11 dot HTML. And here's what I found that Neil said. And this was on, uh, when they landed on the moon July 20, 1969. 
Neil says, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's when he put his foot down on the moon for the first time. Now, continuing with that uh, quote from that site, Aldrin joins him shortly and offers a simple but powerful description of the lunar surface. Magnificent desolation. Yep, that's what he said. Magnificent desolation. They explore the surface for two and a half hours, collecting samples and taking photographs. They leave behind an American flag, a patch honoring the fallen Apollo 1 crew, and a plaque on one of Eagle's legs. It reads, Here, men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind. That's the end of his quote, and I'm saying, and they left a bunch of rubbish and trash there. Wasn't that special of them? Okay, more of the quote. Over the next three and a half years, ten astronauts will follow in their footsteps. Gene Cernan, commander of the last Apollo mission, leaves the lunar surface with these words. We leave as we came. And God willing, as we shall return with peace and hope for all mankind. And uh, here's my words. He failed to mention that they left a lot of friggin' trash behind again. How would we earthlings feel if aliens landed here and left a bunch of trash on earth? That always irritated me, y'all. I just had to get that out of my system. So that's all the quotes I'm going to do from that site. You can go to that site and see a whole bunch more stuff. And uh, more sites are offered there that you can go and find out even more things. So um, from here on out, I'm just going to be giving you my questions and ponderings about it all. And I will be uh, stopping the recording every once in a while so I can cough. And and it won't be in your ears. <laughs> I'm trying to be polite to you all and kind. <laughs> so what are my questions? Oh, wait. Let me fill you all in where I was on that day, July 20, 1969. I was at my parents' house because I needed some help with the new baby. They lived in South Bend, Indiana, and I lived in uh, Lansing, Michigan. So we traveled there so Annette and I could stay with Mom and Dad and get some help. Um, well, it was my first baby, and she was kind of colicky, and... I just needed help. So I was downstairs, and it happened at night. I was downstairs feeding Annette and trying to calm her, and my mom had come down and joined us, and we had the TV on. We were watching the landing. And even then, my mom and I were discussing, do you think this is real, or do you think this is made up? 
Do you think they're really on the moon? And isn't it amazing if they really are that we're able to hear and see them from that distance? It was even a, a, a quandary to us back then on what to believe. And, and I was glad that I had my mom there to discuss it with. One of the questions I had about that is, why didn't the flag move? Mars has winds. Why doesn't the moon have wind? Or does it have wind? But the flag was maybe made to be stable and not move. Does does the moon have wind or does it not have wind? That's one thing I was never able to figure out. I know they said that the flag doesn't move because there's no wind on the moon. But if there isn't any wind on the moon, why? Why does Mars have it and the moon doesn't? Okay, I never got an answer to that that I liked. (laughs) At least one that I liked. Another question I had is, what did Neil Armstrong see that made him shout, Hey, what's that over there? I'll never forget the look on his face. And and I won't forget the sound of his voice even. It was shock. It was, it was surprise. It was, it was really wondering what, what is that? And we, why didn't we ever get to see what he was seeing? That was really a puzzle to me. Why couldn't we see what he's seeing? I mean, it sounded very interesting to me. <laughs> and then later through the years, there have been many people discussing what it could have been. Some some say it was. Um, I haven't seen the proof of it, so I don't know what to believe. But they're saying that he saw spaceships lined up along the crest of, of where they land, Tranquility. But he was seeing all these spaceships lined up there watching what was going on. <clears throat> and he was seeing other things that were made by beings, not just rocks or or mountains of rocks. But he was actually seeing life, signs of life. Um, Why did they cut out right away? Why did they not let us hear more of what he was saying at that time? Tis a question in my mind, and I've not gotten an answer, a for sure answer, so I still have that question in my mind. And, um, I, I think, well, you'll find out. In the end, when you're done here on earth and you take your next steps into the next, where you're going, you'll get the answers. So I'm kind of looking forward to that day. Of course, when I do leave Earth and cross over to the next place I'm going, 
will I even care? And I've also heard when we do that, we're going to be able to know everything all at once. It'll just come back into our memories. It's stuff we have forgotten. And it'll come back into our memories. And I've also heard others say, oh, that isn't so. So I'm telling you, folks, so many different stories about one little topic. (laughs) And everyone has their own beliefs. So we just have to wait and see, I guess. Another thing that really went into my head (laughs) was, um, does anyone else remember thinking they spent more than two and a half hours on the moon? I thought they gathered samples of rocks and and the moon uh, dirt and, and different things that they found, I thought they gathered them up and packaged them up. And How could they have done that and loaded them up in the spaceship and had time to explore all that in two and a half hours? How, how could they possibly do all that stuff in two and a half hours? And I really, really have in my mind that they had spent at least one night there so that they could do more of the exploration and gathering of rocks uh, another day. But my mind gets gets messed up, fuddled, my memories. So I wish I could talk to you all live and have somebody respond to me what your memories are of that time. I just don't know what to think about that. I keep asking, how could it have happened in two and a half hours? Am I remembering things wrong? Of course, that was quite a few years ago. I was in 69, and we are now in 2018. And I got a little bit older in the meantime, so <laughs> I don't know what to think. If somebody wants to take the time and uh comment, you can do it on Hagee Shack Radio, HSR, or Cosmic Reality Radio, CRR. You can go there and do it there. <clears throat> Leave me a comment. Leave me your thoughts. I would... I would be very grateful if you did that. So also, there are the different stories on whether they went to the moon or not. There's no, they didn't go, and yes, they went. And and there's also, well, yeah, they went. And some of the scenes that are released to the public were made in a studio and inserted into the some of the real moon pictures and, and video that was taken. And so you get all sorts of answers on that one, too. And a lot of, I, I have heard a lot of argument about it, but it gives, somebody, it gives people something to argue about where they aren't arguing about each other. So I don't think that's half bad. <laughs> 
Boy, I'm having a time with my throat today. So I hope you're not hearing all the times I cut out and come back in. Um, the, it, when I think about, well, maybe some of it is real, th- assuming they landed on the moon for sure. And, and really, I think they probably did. But assuming that they did, I'm thinking, well, yeah, to make it better to take out some of the things they're afraid that we public couldn't handle knowing, I think they put in some movies that they made, scenes that they made here on Earth in a set that was set up. So I think we're getting both things there. The real pictures from the moon and and the ones that were made. Now, were the astronauts mind-controlled when they got home? Or were they mind-controlled and they didn't go, but they were made to think they did? Um, Were some of their memories erased from having been to the moon and replaced with untrue memories? Uh, Were they programmed with the whole scenario that they went to the moon? It just... There's so many different things that can be these days. And back then when it happened... We didn't have all these areas of doubt. We didn't think of all those areas of doubt. That's in the Kennedy era. Era. What do you call it? Era. And back in the Kennedy area, life was so different. It was, we could trust. We could trust. But since then, there's so many things that have been, we have learned, and it's on trusting days now. It's days of prove it. I find that it was so much easier to live back when I was a kid versus right now. I would hate to be a kid these days. Oh my gosh, the things they're subjected to. And since then, our histories have changed. The history that I was taught when I was a kid is so not the history that has been revealed since then. For instance, Columbus. In 1492, Columbus landed in America. Uh, Nowadays, it's proven that he didn't, and the other beings landed here way before then. And so I'm thinking, well, the history books will have to be changed to reflect what the history really was, but then history, we're finding out every day, is changing. (laughs) History is not what we were taught. It's, we're learning different 
thinks that it was. So how are you going to write any history books and be able to keep up with it? <laughs> the poor kids today. So I, I got off my subject there. Um, we were talking about, oh, the astronauts being mind controlled. Um, I, I heard and have seen documentaries where Buzz Aldrin gets physically ill when he tries to remember some things that are asked of him regarding the moon and what happened there. Uh, and, and he, at one time I heard that he had to even leave the interview because he got so ill when he was trying to remember the story and, and say it. I feel bad for them when that happens. And I've seen Neil Armstrong actually get very angry and irate when someone asked him if the moon landing was real or faked. Well, you would think he wouldn't get angry to that point when somebody asks him, because he knows he's going to get those questions. That's just a given. People are curious. They they want to know, did it really happen? Were you really there? And they want to ask him questions about it if he says yes. But when he gets so very angry and, and he says, of course it was real, um, and how dare they ask, and then that makes you question him, his, his reality. Uh, was he brainwashed? Uh, were all the astronauts who supposedly landed on the moon brainwashed? I believe there were landings on the moon. I believe astronauts have been on the moon, but I also wonder, were they, <clears throat> were their memories played with, replaced with other memories that, uh, that would supposedly protect us morons who can't think for ourselves. And uh, they would give us stories that the powers that be think we could handle or want us to believe. This is just always a big quandary with me about that moon and and how I feel... Sorry, but yet not sorry. How, how I wonder what the astronauts really have gone through. And are going through. Another question I have. Why is so much money spent on building spaceships? And, and why are people's lives put in danger of sending them into space? On missions to the moon, to, and and to the space stations, and wherever else they send them to Mars. Uh, well, I know they haven't sent people to Mars yet, but they plan to. And why are they making them use these spaceships? 
that are so dangerous to use. I mean, they could blow up any time. Their instruments could malfunction and they couldn't be able to get home. Anything could happen to these spaceships. Why are they doing that to these people? When they could send them through the transport rooms and the stargates that they have. We know they have those things. It's no big secret to us. We know. We're not that stupid. It's just incredible how stupid they think we are and how frail we would be. Oh, we can't tell them that. They couldn't handle it. Well, maybe some people couldn't. But I think there would be a lot more people who could than who couldn't. And there would be help for those who couldn't handle it. In my opinion. That's in my opinion, folks. Not, uh, this is not written in stone anywhere. <clears throat> and have you ever wondered why we are not allowed to see the backside of the moon? I, my belief is, they've got bases set up there, they got stuff going on back there that they don't want us to see, uh, that they don't want us to know about, and, and I believe they're using the transport rooms or the stargates or both to do all the transporting between the moon and the earth. So, uh, I have no doubt about that in my mind. I could be all washed up, but I just have no doubt about that in my mind. And why doesn't the moon revolve like the earth does? I don't know uh, the stories behind that. I don't know science that well. I suppose there's a, a reason why the moon doesn't revolve and why does the sun revolve the moon doesn't the sun does and and what I don't know how to say this uh oh yeah has anyone else heard that the moon is a space station that was put there many, many years ago? I've heard that, and I would like to know who put it there. Why did they put it there? Are those beings still uh, populating the moon with their species? Uh, how long do they live? Are they still alive? The original people or beings who put the moon there, are they still alive? Do they have uh, limits on how long their uh, bodies live? Do they have souls like we do? Do we know those people? Are they souls like we are that we've all been in contact with, but it's their turn to be living on the moon? And it's our turn to be living on the earth? And it's others that we know's turn to live in, uh, on Mars or whatever other planets that are being lived on? 
that brings up that soul thing in my mind. Do we all come from the same place? Do the, do our souls all come from the same place? Well, my belief is, yeah. But then I believe in the one true God. Uh, and if there are more gods, I'm going to have a rude awakening when I cross over. Because <laughs> I believe with all my soul that God is my God. I am part of God. <laughs> and so are others. That's what I believe. But I know there's so many other beliefs out there. <clears throat> and they're all interesting to me, of course. So, uh moving right along to where, Dolly? Where do we want to take this? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking about that. The space station being on the back side of the moon. Uh, why is it that, why and how is it that the astronauts could go all the way around the moon? They know what's on the back side of the moon. They've never said to us what's on the back side of the moon. At least I've never heard them say, oh, it's all blank. It's all, there's nothing there. It looks the same as the front side of the moon. I've never heard those words said with, with belief behind them. Uh, I've never heard any words explaining what's on the back side of the moon. Is there a mechanism in or on the moon that determines our tides, that makes the full moon happen versus all the other times of the moon, and and that makes the full moon associated with birth here on Earth? Because I worked in hospitals. I know when there's a full moon... Hospitals gear up for it in the emergency rooms and in the birth, the labor and delivery uh, floors. They all gear up for it because they know there's going to be a lot of craziness happen and people coming into ER and there's going to be a lot of births that occur during the full moon times. What's going on with all that? If the moon is really a space station that was put there, how do they make it so that it affects Earth so much? Hello? Hi, good afternoon. This is Christina with All American Air Knowledge. How are you? Okay, please take my name off your list. Well, I suppose I messed that all up, but I told that woman to take my name off her list. It was an advertisement. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Oh, my gosh, that was the same lady, y'all. She said she wanted to make sure that she would remove the right name from her list. So she gave me the wrong address, and then she gave me my right address, and I said yes. 
So I couldn't really be upset with her because she was just making sure that she would remove me from the list. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. You know, if you're, you have registered with the do not call that you, when you say to the people who are calling you, harassing you with their advertisements, um, <clears throat> you say, do not call me again. And if they call you again, they have to pay a whole bunch of thousand dollars, uh, penalties. And you report them. And if you report them. So, Go ahead and register with that do not call so you can say that to them and you'll get fewer and fewer advertising calls that way. Okay, now where were we? Let me think. We were talking about the blast on the moon and that got me sidetracked. Oh yeah, with Cain and Abel and Adam and Eve and the Nod people. And were there, are there, were there other cities and peoples? Wow. And incest. I always wondered about brothers sleeping with sisters and, uh, sons sleeping with their mothers and the, Adam sleeping with his daughters. And I, even as a child, once I learned about incest, I wondered about, was there incest going on there? Did any of you ever wonder this stuff, or am I just a crazy old being that has these wild thoughts? (laughs) And Dave wanted me to share these thoughts with y'all. I have no idea why. (laughs) I have no answers for you. Just my thoughts. Just, Just sharing with you how crazy I can get in my thoughts and the way I think and what I think. (laughs) and then about Mars I'm not going to really talk much about Mars Um, they have many places you can pull up many sites to go where you can find out about Mars Um, one of them is www.space.com slash one three five five Eight dash historic dash Mars dash missions dot HTML. They also have another one. It's really long. I'll try to give it to you. Uh, this is this one that I'm going to give you is where I found out in the early morning hours of May five, millions of Californias will have an opportunity to witness a site they have never seen before. The historic first interplanetary launch from America's West Coast on board the 189-foot-tall, 57.3-meter, United Launch Alliance Atlas V rocket will be NASA's InSight spacecraft destined for the Elysium Planitia, P-L-A-N-I-T-I-A region, located in Mars' northern hemisphere. The May 5 launch window for the InSight mission opens at 4.05 a.m. 
Pacific Daylight Time, 7.05 Eastern Daylight Time, and 11.05 UTC. And it remains open for two hours. You know, all of a sudden it hit me. I wonder if that's this year or if that was a previous year. I don't know. Let me see if I can go to this site right now and tell you. Hold on. Because I already got out of it. <coughs> Paste and go. Anyway. What I said Landers. What do they? I think they call them landers. Why? Why? All this money they're spending when they can use the stargates and the time rooms or the 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 travel rooms. Why are they wasting all that money when they could be feeding everybody on the world? Royally feeding them. That's a heck of a lot of money. And it ticks me off, damn it. Let's see. Here we have. Oh, it doesn't say the year. It just says May 5. Uh, let me search a little farther here. See, I can't always assume what year it is. Especially when I'm doing research on stuff. Oh, oh, here we go. Additional information on viewing the launch in person. Uh, Okay, you can find that in this site. Live televised coverage of the launch will be available www.nasa.gov slash live. Whichever date the launch occurs, InSight's landing on Mars is planned for November 26, 2018, around noon PST, 3 p.m. EST, 20 UTC. So, it says it's 2018 right there that it's going to land. I would assume it, here I am assuming, you know, assuming makes an ass of you and me, but I'm assuming they're going to launch May 5th, or as close to that date as they can. So you can find this at, oh, I lost my other page, hold on, I have to go find it. Here it is. Uh, HTTPS colon slash slash mars.nasa.gov slash news slash 8327 slash bound dash bound is B like boy O-U-N-D like dog slash 4-F-O-R slash mars slash I should be, no, no, 
I better start over because I was seeing slashes where there are dashes. Okay. HTTPS colon slash slash Mars dot NASA dot gov slash news slash eight three two seven slash bound B O U N D dash four F O R dash Mars dash countdown dash two teal dash first dash interplanetary dash launch dash from dash California spelled out and then there's a slash at the end. So you can go there and find out a bunch of stuff also on Mars. And, 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 oh, guys and gals, it just blows my mind on how many of those orbiters didn't make it. They, they lost communication. Um, they missed where they were supposed to be orbiting. And the landers, oh my gosh, they didn't make it to Mars. They crash landed on Mars. They lost communication with Mars. And, and if you go and find, look for the list of all the ones that they have sent and uh, USSR has done that too. It it just makes my my heart break when I think of all the wasted money that could have been used for the people and the beings here on Earth. For feeding them, for clothing them, for housing them, for getting water to them. What the heck? They got these stargates. They got these travel rooms. Use them, damn it. Stop. Stop. With this wastage of money. I suppose though they can come up with really good excuses why they have to physically send things there. But in Dolly World, they can't justify it ever to me. They just cannot. My heart goes out to the people that I can't help. The the really legitimate ones who can't help themselves, who can't get the food, the jobs, the the income that they need in order to eat and feed their families and and clothe them and get them fresh water. I can't watch that stuff on TV. I'll tell you. When they show those poor starving children and, and they tell you, oh, send your money here. Yeah, right. I would send money if I knew it would get to those people that they're showing. 
I think it's a farce. I used to live in a housing development where, uh, what's the name of the people are that give your money to? UNICEF people lived in there. They had gorgeous houses. Gorgeous. Because they had built our section, and then they improved on their houses. They made them bigger and, and, and better. And my family was middle class, so we lived in a nice house in a nice neighborhood. But then when they, uh, expanded in that housing development. The houses, of course, got bigger and and all that. Well, UNICEF people lived there. And they always had the expensive cars that no one else could even afford to think about. And, and nice, nice clothes. And And then they're telling you, oh, send all this money. Well, yeah, it was going in their pockets. Not much of the money was making it to the places that they said they'd send it. And it was just heartbreaking to me, even as a child when I was growing up. And I went to school with their kids, but I didn't want their kids to feel bad, so I always treated their kids just like everybody else. Um, but some of the kids were kind of mean to those kids because uh, they understood what was going on. And see, with it's not just UNICEF. I'm not. I'm just using them because I can't think of the names of the other ones. Uh, I I just I can't get any of the other names in my head. Anyone? Who, oh, Red Cross is really bad. My father. Hates Red Cross with a passion. When he was in World War II, they're overseas, they're fighting the battles for us. Red Cross would show up and sell the blankets to the soldiers. Sell the drinks to the soldiers. Well, the soldiers didn't really have money on them. They're busy fighting for the people back home slides. And Red Cross goes over there and makes the soldiers buy Red Cross stuff. What the heck? So I'm kind of with my dad about the Red Cross. I do not know if the Red Cross has changed their policies. I just know back then in World War II, they were nasty-ass people. According to my father. This is word of mouth. I cannot prove it. This is word of mouth, according to my father. And I believe him because he goes on and on about it. I mean, he hasn't just said it once. He has said it many times throughout my lifetime. And I'm, I'm up there in years. I'm 71. So he has said it for at least 71 years. <laughs> but anyway, when you do donate monies, research 
the organizations that you donate the monies or try to find a place where you can send the money to directly to people or the goods. Send them to the people a package of food. And if you send them cans, please make sure the cans can be opened. They're the openable kind of cans uh, with the tabs on them. Or send them a, a can opener because they got to be able to open cans and bottles. Make sure they can open them. And send them even bottled water if you can. I don't know what's allowed to be sent and what isn't. Uh, and I don't know where to find the addresses of these, of the people who need this stuff and you can send them to. I, I really would like to be able to help the people, but in person. If you run across a person who has a sign here in the states, here in Florida, they walk up and down the middle of the street where where the the street divider that streets divides the streets from each of the the lanes from each other, go in the different directions. There's the dividers between those lanes. Well, they walk up and down those dividers with signs, I'm homeless, please uh, feed me, or we'll work for food, or... You see those people? It's been suggested to me, well, you can help those people, which is a wonderful suggestion, but then when I see them on the road, I don't have it. You can put together packages for them. Uh, food, milk, Water, toilet paper, feminine goods. Uh, you can put together packages for those people and hand it to them so they aren't taking the money that you would give them and going and buying their drugs or their booze. Make sure that they can uh, have this money for what they say they want it. <laughs> and Another thing I do when I see those people, or they stand on the street corners or or outside of stores as you're going in, wherever you see them. Um, what was I thinking? Oh, oh yeah, another thing I do is <laughs> when they're out in the middle of the street, I look around in the parking lots that are around where they're standing and look for cars that they could have driven, some of them. Because I've seen this happen several times. They get tired or hot and they go back to their car. They've got these nice cars. And they've got nice clothes on while they're walking up and down. They aren't raggedy looking clothes on some of them. They're really nice clothes uh, that have been laundered and ironed. And <laughs> Those people crack me up. I think, who do you think you're fooling? <laughs> you probably make more money than I get. And you want me to give you more money. <laughs> I would love to follow one of them who dresses nice and gets in their nice car to leave. I'd like to follow one of them home to see where they actually live. <laughs> but I don't want to say all the people who are asking for help are like that. You have to use your discernment. Uh, 
Some of them really, truly need your help. They really do. Maybe that's what I should do is fix up a box and leave it in Annette's car. And when I see some people that I think really need stuff, uh, give them some of that food. That's a good idea. Well, I'm glad I talked myself into that one, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening and going through it with me, my thought process. <laughs> I asked Nancy when she was encouraging me, Nancy Hopkins, when she and Colleen Kelly were encouraging me, well, why would people be interested in my thoughts and what I have to say. You really think I should do an hour on that kind of stuff? Well, here I am doing it. And thank you to the lady in Bristol Isles who sent us the latest comments, uh, her latest thoughts. Thank you to her. It has helped me accept what Nancy, Colleen, and Dave have said, well, yeah, other people think like that. They just don't voice it. (laughs) Maybe they need to hear that other people think those thoughts to help them realize, no, you're not crazy. (laughs) Other people think those thoughts, too. They just don't say them. (laughs) They're more bashful about it or afraid people will look at them and say, oh, you're nuts, even though those people think the same thoughts. So so I feel pretty comfortable doing this now. And I figure if you don't really like to hear what I'm musing about or talking about, you don't have to listen. You got the button that says off on it. You can turn me off. (laughs) But those who do listen, and especially those who comment, send us comments and suggestions. I so appreciate y'all. I really do. I mean, without you, without people to be around you, what would life be worth? I so really do enjoy most people. I come in contact with. I bitch and moan and grumble about some that I think are just being silly or really are annoying. (laughs) That's when I have to remove myself from their, uh, from me hearing their voices or seeing them. Because a lot of times it's on TV. You can definitely hear me talking to the TV. And I found out when I warned those cake bakers that Dorian does not like red velvet cake. They go ahead and make the red velvet cake anyway. They never listen to me for crying out loud. I could save them all that grief because Dorian does not like red velvet cake. So don't make it for him. If you want to win, (laughs) that's kind of talking to people. Or I try to warn them, watch out, there's someone with a gun up there. (laughs) And they never listen. Oh, boy. 
So I, uh, but then I run across those who's irritating, very irritating. They're trying to sell you stuff that you don't need for nothing. But, of course, that's the way they make their living. So I have to be patient enough to accept the fact this is how they chose to make their living. I do not have to participate in their decision on how to do that. So that's when I change the channel. (laughs) Yeah, I can be opinionated. Oh, can I be opinionated. But rather than condemn the people like I used to, I just say, hey, that was their choice. That's how they decided to do that. And so I can just remove myself from that and let them go on with their lives the way they choose to do that. And that's how I'm learning to be a better person when it comes to uh, my attitude toward other people who just I don't understand. You have not walked in other people's shoes. You cannot fully know where they're coming from, what they've been through, what's happening to them right then in their lives, what they have to look forward to. We don't know that. So it'd be a blessing to them and you if you could say, I don't understand, but I'm going to say blessings to you and remove myself. Sure makes my life a lot easier when I do that. And here I went off track again. <laughs> I don't know what kind of name I'm going to give to a Colleen for my uh, Dolly Shares number eight. <laughs> she likes to abbreviate them. <laughs> I've talked about too many subjects. <laughs> well, bless Colleen. She'll figure it out. <laughs> Or Nancy, whichever one has it at that time, because they're the ones who produce Dolly shares, Nancy and Colleen. And this is all done free, and they have to have equipment and stuff, so I just want to throw in a plug. Please, if you can, donate toward the stations, because that's how you end up listening to us, is through uh, Colleen and Nancy and the things that they get that they have to have to air the shows. And I love them dearly. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad you all are out there. It'd be a lonely world if I lived here alone. I know sometimes I think it'd be wonderful if I was alone, but then when you really think about it, no, it wouldn't be. (laughs) Gotta have that interaction. So, um, I guess I'm going to end it with this. Thank you, y'all. I thank Dave for being here and prodding me. I don't come up with some of these subjects all on my own. Dave prods me. He helps me. Puts ideas in my mind. Tells me right out what to talk about. So, right now, Dave and I are saying, God bless you all. We love you.
Bye bye. Thank you for listening. 